1: Hey, how about you, everybody? Welcome into this week's edition of the Auburn Live Recruiting Show. I'm your host, Jeffrey Lee, Senior Recruiting Editor for Auburn Live on 3. And I'm joined, as I always am, by Mr. Cole Pinkston, Mr. J-Head. Mr. Keith Niebuhr is getting his teeth adjusted, I do believe. Or was it a, <laughs> I – I, I can't remember. A, a new nose job for, at the dermatologist? Or he yeah, had Botox. It, That's what it was, Botox. It,
0: it was Botox. He wanted to fill out his forehead a little bit. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was uh... – Brazilian butt lift,
1: in that Oh, hey, 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 we'll uh, stay out of the crotch there. But hey, uh, we are uh, we we we've got a great show for you in the middle of this dead period, Mister Cole Pinks has been on the road. But before we get to that, we want to thank our sponsor, Miss Jessica Edris, uh with EXP Realty. Give Jessica Andrus a call if you're looking for a home, if you're looking to buy a home in the auburn Opelika area, Lee County, three three four seven zero four 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 two. 704 As Mr. J has said, she's a five-star realtor. She can do it all residential. If you're looking to buy your forever home or a, an investment property, she can do that. Mm-hmm. She's even working on the flip right now. She can do it all, folks. Give her a call, Jessica Andrus with EXP Realty, three three four seven zero four 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 two, 704 and tell her we sent you. might might help you out um all right cole talk to us big dog you've been on the road the past couple of weeks i know heavily at least uh this week you went to a couple of in-state schools a couple of georgia schools talk us talk us through your trips sir cole and what you've learned i'll try
2: to just kind of go through the whole trip as i went through it and um, i apologize if y'all hear some dogs in the background right now Mm -hmm. Got some hound dogs down there going crazy. They'll Robert, Robert Baker scenario going
0: here. <laughs> oh hey, watch your um, hand. <laughs> but the
2: uh, the road trip this week started at Elba High School, oh. which is the home mm. of future five star running back for the 2025 class, Alvin Henderson. Fair. Where I made a really interesting discovery, and you know what? Some people may have known this already, and I asked him that. He said, "You know, I don't really think I've told anybody that." I but, didn't know
1: uh, it. If, if 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 you're about to say what I think you're about to say, I didn't know this.
2: Yeah, I, it, it was news to me. So, I was uh, you know, talking to him about 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 the running back class for 2024 cuz he seemed mm-hmm. really interested in that and how that's going to shake out. He said, "Yeah, I think I think my cousin, you know, might go there. He's he's really considering Auburn." I was like, "Who's your cousin?" He goes, "Uh, Jamarion Burnett." Ha. That was news to me okay. I was like, yeah, I think you're right. I think he's a pretty big Auburn running back target, man. He goes, yeah, yeah. He likes Auburn. I was like, okay, sounds good. And, and, and I said, now, if he were to choose Auburn and it seems like there's a chance, you know, what does it mean for you? He goes, Oh yeah, that'd be, that'd be big. You know I mean? He said, I love Auburn already, but I mean, me and him in the backfield together, that's huge. You know, I was like, yeah. Yeah. lightning, Yeah. So that was – I thought that was really interesting. And uh, funny story, I'll add this too. So I went to Elba High School. Alvin was not there because he he was getting something checked out. He had, you know, kind of gotten banged up in a basketball game. He's fine. It wasn't anything crazy. So he was getting that checked out, and I was like, well, you know, I'll give him a call real quick, and he was cool with that. So I called him, went and sat down at Waffle House to write out his story, and a guy next to me goes, hey, you are you writing about Alvin Henderson? I was like, yeah. He goes, I'm Alvin Henderson. Get out of town.
0: <laughs> he was sitting next to me at Waffle House. You had, you had to go over to Enterprise if that was the case. I was.
2: I was in Enterprise. I was about to yeah, say, man. You, you should know the layout. You really talked layout. to him on the oh, phone.
0: I, listen, the picture that Chad Simmons took of him sitting in front of that bus stop, I witnessed one of the best fights in my life. I kid Ooh. you not right there. But back to your yeah. story on Alvin, my man. So no, you he, talked
1: to him on the phone, you interviewed him, and you are like, all right, I need to go write this story. You went into Waffle House yeah. to sit down, and he looks over and says, hey, dude, are you writing about Alvin Henderson? And you said, yes, <laughs> a matter of fact, I am. And that's he said, that's,
2: that's me. Like, you know how I, I had already put his picture on there. I think I wrote his name out, and, and he was sitting right next to me. I wasn't paying attention. You at the bar or, like, a booth? or <laughs> Yeah, at the bar. And, and he was like, hey. Uh. <laughs> I said, oh, man, what's up? What's up? And he and, – i was like man i had to sit down and write this out it was good stuff man he goes yeah yeah absolutely and he talked to me for a minute and uh you know went on my way to colquitt county cool kid huh oh yeah he's awesome him and his parents were sitting there they were um you know he went to the doctor got a little bite to eat and went back to school so
0: cool Mm -hmm. man
1: hey i tell you what alvin henderson to me listen y'all watch film right um I rec- I cover the recruitments more than watch film. Is this kid as good as I think he is? Yes. I mean, and I think he's like really, really, maybe like the best in state back we've seen in twenty years. Is that too much?
2: Well, don't don't take it from us. I mean, take it from us. But he says that Hugh Freeze. Okay, you remember the day he visited Auburn and he called it such a great visit and everything with Cadillac. Well, he dove more into that and he told me. Well, the reason it was so awesome is because, I mean, he said, he said Hugh Freeze sat down and said, I'm a quarterback guy. You know, my offenses normally revolve around a quarterback. He said, there's been like three or four guys, and he named them by name that I've ever said that were running backs could change my offense. He said, you're one of those guys, and and we need to make this happen. And he was like that. He said, that's the best conversation I've had with a coach so far.
1: Jay Head, let's think who, who are top three running backs since Cadillac Williams in the last 25 years in the state guys. I'm thinking TJ Yeldon. Yes.
0: Carry on Johnson.
1: Carry on Johnson.
0: Uh, Bo Scarborough, probably, who was okay. initially from the state of Alabama. That's sure. probably your top three. Maybe I'm missing out on somebody. I'm not exactly sure.
1: I'm trying to think of all, the Auburn backs since Cadillac. Uh, most of them were from Georgia. Kenny yeah. Irons, Brad Lester, Trey Mason from Florida.
0: Absolutely. Um,
1: thinking um,
0: – The big uh, back from Prattville. Cam um, Petway. Yeah. Pen- yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: yeah. So
0: – It's so hard for me. I'm biased. I mean, I love the kids' game. I, I, I'm on record as saying, realistically, he runs so much like Cadillac. I mean, I just mm-hmm. see that. His ability to make that jump cut in the hole, the way he reads it, the physicality with which he runs, and the fact that he's not a huge guy. I mean, Cole, you saw him in person. He's probably, what, 180, 185 right now? Yeah, he is. Probably 510, yeah, 5'10", 5'11", ish. So he's yeah. got some room to fill out his frame. And he's competing against lower-level competition, 1-2A predominantly. I think they've had some 3A teams on their schedule. but not the size of the competition of some of these other guys that they're seeing at the 6A, 7A level. But what separates him is his vision, J. Lee. That's what makes him so special to me is the vision and that quick burst and the ability to read the hole and hit it the way you need to. Now, Cole's right. He's not always patient. Sometimes he lets those natural instincts take over a little bit too much, and he's trying to bounce in and hit the home run. But when he stays balanced and he stays within the flow of the offense – the kid really has all the parts that he needs to be one of the better, the upper echelon backs in the SEC and potentially an NFL player. You see that in him right now. How he develops really depends on him and his drive once he gets to the next level. Because, you know, I don't know enough about the kid to say he loves football and to make it to the NFL, you damn sure better love football because it's a man's game at that point. So, but he's a special back. He's got a lot of he's he's got a lot of natural talent, Jaylee. There's no question about that. He
2: he does. And, and like he's he's maybe 180 pounds, but I mean you can tell on that frame. He's he's gonna be something. You know, yeah. he's got that look where I've said this a couple times. He he could be in the 23 class and be okay. He'd still be a four star guy. I think. You I know, agree. Two years down, right? He's no stranger yeah. to the weight room. No, no, not at all.
0: No, and a, a lot of that's God gifted and natural, my man. Okay, y- you know what I mean. Like he's, it, <clears throat> he yeah, he's he's in the weight room, but a lot of his gifts and it and, and his size and physique right now that's God gifted. When he gets put yeah. into a college strength and conditioning program, you're going to see him play north of two hundred five, and he's going to be hard to take down in the open field. I promise you that.
1: What was kind of like 185 coming out.
0: Probably 5'11", 185, maybe 5'10", you know, 5'11 with cleats on. I think he was 5'11", shirt.
1: 204. I don't know why I remember that number. On the roster
0: at Auburn? Now, he was 190 because we were – all right, so NBA, same age as Cadillac, came in the same year. We actually had – I was in one of the similar um, tutoring groups that he was in for a history course. Hmm. Um, and he was probably every bit of 190, 195 okay. his freshman year. I suspect he played north of 200, round 205, maybe even 210, pushing it by his senior year.
1: That, that was but, the year I was covering him, him and Ronnie and Trey.
0: Yeah. Now, Ronnie is much more like our main he was man, a 225. Yeah, uh, He was a 225. He's a fat Burnett type, 6'1", every bit of 225, 230, but yeah. had the speed. I don't know that Burnett has the same speed or top-end speed as, uh, as Ronnie Brown had. But then again, that's not necessarily fair. I haven't seen as much of him as I've seen of Ronnie Brown to be able to make that assessment. And I didn't see Ronnie in high school. You know what I mean? I, you what I'm seeing of him is as a college product. So.
1: Fat Burnett, the 2024 kid who Cole says is the c- cousin of Alvin Henderson. Mm-hmm. How good is he? He, okay.
2: I think, I, I don't think this was my idea. I'm, I'm positive somebody used this comparison on the message board, and I don't remember who it was. But do you remember Javon Robinson that played for Auburn? Loved
0: Absolutely.
2: You know, got in some trouble or whatever, didn't finish out. But you can see how good he was when he was getting to play. Georgia military. yeah, 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 Georgia military. I think he went JUCO. Was that the JUCO? That's
1: the JUCO. That
0: was the So, he was actually yeah. committed to Auburn, had some academic hurdles uh, coming out of Memphis, went to junior college, and then yeah. recommitted to Auburn.
1: I went to Georgia military and watched him play. Right. He was okay. a beast
0: that year, JV.
1: Man, you were going, man. This dude's like
2: and, – And he was good <laughs> at Auburn. He was good at Auburn for those few games that he played. I mean, he was starting to kind of assert himself as the top guy there that year when they had uh, – I think it was Barber and – Couple other guys in the mix. Maybe Carryon
0: was Carryon on that team. He, he was a freshman, I believe. Okay. Yeah. But, but then anyway, takes yeah. Okay. So
2: Javon Fat. Yeah, that was a good comparison to me because when you look at uh Burnett, he's kind of he's big and he's thick, but he's kind of tall at the same time. He's about six foot six one, so he's just big all the way around. And to me, that's what Robinson was, but he was kind of agile too. And, mm-hmm. and burnett is agile i wouldn't say he's um you know uh jarquez hunter but he's agile enough for a big guy to make somebody miss and and that just adds because he's got the power to run over him too and that's just he's a really good versatile back but also big and that's important
1: it's a big deal
0: i think cole, javon robinson's a great comp.
1: okay all right i'll take it man cole uh went to elba uh, then you made your way up to Tuskegee, maybe.
2: Not nah, next. I went to Colquitt County.
1: Oh, okay. I just I. Why do cut I across. always think
2: of Rush Pross when I hear that? I know he. I don't know two state I'm...
0: championships there. That's okay. One. All
1: right.
2: I, I always think of, of Granger Shook. I'll give him a shout out. He was my position coach in college, and then I ended up coaching with him at Prattville High School. Now he's the head coach at Trinity in Montgomery. Oh, and
1: mm-hmm. He's got
2: a twenty twenty six running back that Auburn's offered, but anyway. Um, he was at Colquitt County and uh, that was my next stop. Two guys there, Nicar, yep. Landon Thomas. Yep, both committed to Georgia. Um, package deal, I don't think so. Okay, they talked about it, but they're like, eh, you know, whatever, whatever that happens. happens, that happens. Yeah, sure. Uh, Nicar is more of a slot guy. I think he's kind of a little bit of everything. I think really, I think he's a slot guy. For the most part, but I don't think he's limited. Maybe like Mario Craver is limited to the slot. I don't think okay. this guy is limited. I think he can do a lot of things. Okay, okay. he's pretty but dynamic.
1: Five ten guy though.
2: Uh, yeah, five ten, five eleven. As far as Johnson, better. no, he's a little bit. He's he's more like uh, mm, let me think about it for a second. Maybe Omari Kelly ish. Oh,
1: okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay.
2: Just that's the first name that comes to mind. And I'd try to think of another receiver that's played at Auburn that would make more sense, but uh similar maybe skill set to him. Not right your now.
1: six three X, right and not your five nine, five ten prototypical yeah. slot. I was I thinking see, Eli
0: Stove kind of in that mold. I thought about
1: Eli Stove, but the last time I compared somebody to Eli
2: Stove, I just boy, nobody's let me live that down. So I I let that name float away from my mind when it hit my mind a second ago. <laughs>
0: well his frame is what reminds me of eli where yes. eli may yeah. have been best utilizing the slot he was able to play outside at the z for us and do so at a high level um right, and i right. see a similar like you said between five ten and 6 foot somewhere in that range contingent on where he come measures in with cleats yeah but a very versatile athlete you're right cole i mean you're talking about somebody that can take uh, carries from the, carries in the backfield you can do all your jet sweep action orbit action with him Right. Um And then dynamic down the field where he's kind of like a DeMario Douglas in the open field who's a wide receiver that Hugh Freeze used a lot at Liberty. I think he's going to be hell on wheels in the slot, especially when you get him in space. Yeah. But a guy you can do a lot with for sure.
2: Yeah, he's, he's good. He's wanted by everybody. Obviously, Georgia got him. He's no slouch if Georgia wants him, if Auburn wants him. Sure. Early, too. Um, They're
1: ready to yeah. take him early.
2: Yeah, and you know what? I think he's open to Auburn. I think he's open to other schools. He said his quote was, um, sorry, dogs again. I don't know if y'all hear that, but we're we uh, <laughs> yeah, his quote was, you know, Auburn sort of at the bottom of my top six, uh, maybe number six, maybe number five. Uh, but I got the feeling that they were on the rise. Probably mm-hmm. Auburn was, and I'm not the only one that thought that. So I thought that was interesting with him. But Landon Thomas, that one's going to be tough. I'll just go ahead and be honest about that. Now okay. he was called out by Walker White, and and interestingly, while I'm there, like maybe an hour before I arrived there, he had gotten a text from Walker White, Landon Thomas, that said, "Hey man, you know, uh, I, I put the whole text in there. He he wanted me to, so, uh, you know, need you to uh, need a big guy like you who can block and and catch and uh come be a tiger with me or something of that nature. So, he's recruiting him. You know, he named him that day that he committed. And, um, I, I don't know, it's going to be tough, but he's, he's listening to and, and him and Nakar are going to probably visit together soon. So, okay.
1: And, and if I'm not mistaken, Nakar was at the big junior day. I remember him being there. Yeah, he was right. Thomas. He was supposed to be there. Was supposed to be. Didn't make it. Okay. Uh, so you went to Elba. you went to Colquitt County, made your way up to Lee County or Sly County.
2: Yeah. Next was Lee County. Um, that's, Devin Collier. Oh yeah, is his name now? Collier. I think he's. I think it's still in the early stages with him. I don't think there's a major push or anything now with the guys I talked about before. Even Alvin Henderson, who's 2025, Burnett, uh, Carr, Thomas. They're all. They want those guys in the class now. Uh, Collier is a guy that they want to see him again in person, or at least everybody wants to see him in person before there's this major push being made for him also you have two guys in the secondary uh amon lane Jaden lewis you got those guys so no major rush with this guy but weston mcgriff likes him a lot uh they've they talk you know sort of daily almost daily and and collier really likes him and he went as far to say auburn's on top you know with all the schools that have offered me said there's other schools talking to me i think they might they might offer soon but auburn's really that top school so Who are some of his other offers? Uh, SEC, yeah, he's got three SEC, uh, Vandy, Ole Miss, Arkansas. Okay, so he's uh, he's sort of moving up a little bit and he's an kind everything of tier guy. two kid right now. Probably that doesn't mean he's not going to be right higher just as of today, right and now, probably he's a getting, tier some, two guy. getting some looks. I mean, everybody's kind of looking, some schools like him at running back, some like him at receiver. Some like him as a kick return specialist. I mean, he's he can do a lot of things. I like him. I like okay. him a lot. And they also have a 2025 running back there, which that's where it gets interesting for me because obviously in 2025, you got two guys right there. You got Alvin Henderson and Anthony Turbo Rogers at Pike Road. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, do you go outside of that? I mean, do you even – you may have to at some point, but do you? You know, this guy, uh, Usman Chroma is his name, 2025 running back. He's like 6'1", 6'2", 210 pounds already. Mm. Big-time player. Talk to him, too. I'll have a story on him later, but Auburn is talking to him as well.
1: Let's see, uh, Lee County 2.
2: Sly County. Spell that. (laughs) H. No, S-C-H-L-E-Y.
1: And it's called what?
2: Sly County. Sly, that's, how, like,
1: that's, that's how they say it.
2: I'm just going by. I call it like Slay or Slay. Yeah, for sure. And they're like, you? no, it's, it's Sly. Sly County. I was like, okay. All right, gotcha. Sly All County right. High School. That is the home of uh, Zacubus Walker, by the way. Yes. Mm-hmm. It, it's two little brothers, are they? Yeah. Jaleus Solomon's a four-star DB for the 2024 class. Zayden Walker- I mean another possible future five star. And that's his that's they're both his little brothers. They just have different last names, but they're both, they're all related. They're all brothers. Okay. Um wasn't actually able to talk to them. They were taking a standardized test. So okay. they couldn't get out of it. But I I'm I'm fixing to catch up with them. What I learned about those guys is that they are high on Auburn. They're expected to be back at Auburn really soon. And Auburn's getting some help from Zykevis on those on those guys, and, and a lot of the reason is because Zykevis went to the portal. He came back because of Hugh Freeze. I'm told because he's been recruited Auburn. by him too. Right, he has been recruited by him, and, and and he responded really well to that. And and both of his little brothers sort of
1: took took notice of that. Are they they are they the same class? No, Zayden is 2025. Zayden is 25. Solomon is 24. 24. What, what position is he? Solomon's a DB. Okay. Uh,
2: Zayden is an edge. Okay. Or anything else. On is he kind of team? in the mold of his brother, Zeke? I asked about that, you know, because Zeke, he's gotten kind of big while he's been in college. Mm, sure. I think he's close to 300, right? Or at Dying, 300. Yeah. Over 300. Over. Yeah, he's over. When he was being recruited, what, it was 265, 270, some, somewhere in that range. Well – Zayden is, I don't know, 235, 240, but he's like 6'5". So, he's he's got a little bit more maybe length. He could fill out to be as big as Zachivas, but they think he's going to kind of settle around 260, 265 and be that prototypical NFL-like edge. They think that's his ceiling over there at Sly County. Okay. Sly County. Yes, and then on the way home, uh, went to see old, old Joe Phillips over there at oh, Booker T. Oh, Washington. JP? Yeah, man. Boy, I enjoyed that. And Elijah Hall. Don't forget about Elijah Hall. Yeah. That, I a knew there was another that, one there. He's, he's a, um, sort of an everything guy, too. He plays quarterback there. And I, I was there last year. I went to Booker T. Washington to their stadium to watch them play Catholic. And to be completely honest, the only reason I did that is because – I just decided to go see Catholic that night. I didn't really know about Joseph Phillips that much. I didn't really know about Elijah Hall that much. And the previous times that I'd watched Catholic play, they completely beat people 60 to nothing, whatever. This game was tied at halftime. And I was surprised. He held no Cobb in check? Yeah, I mean, not really. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, nobody really did that. <laughs> but uh, it was it was really Elijah Hall that was the one – I mean, he was unstoppable, just like Cobb was. It was a it was a battle back and forth. It was a high scoring game at halftime, but it was tied. Joseph Phillips played mostly receiver in that game.
0: Yeah, I was going to say he's a he's a really dynamic athlete. Cole,
2: he is. He's a good receiver too. I, I didn't realize how how tall Joseph was. I, that was the first time I've seen him in person. We've talked a lot, but he's probably six four. I'd say he's close to six four. And he's got Joseph Phillips. Yeah. He's got the ideal frame too. Damn. Now I'm not always the best guy to take that from. I'm, you know, not a very tall person myself. You you look up to a lot of people, but I had seen a bunch of prospects on the way to him and I was, and I thought he was probably the tallest guy I saw this weekend. So that was, I I wasn't expecting that. I thought he was more like six, two.
0: I'd be interested to see what his measurements were coming out of Auburn's junior day. I've told he's a legitimate 6'3", 6'4", Cole. That's what I've asked around. That's what I've heard back is that he's a legitimate 6'3", 6'4", every Mm. bit of 230 right now.
1: Boy, that's what you want, isn't it?
0: Yeah. On an outside linebacker slash edge target, absolutely it is.
1: is. Yeah. Okay, (laughs) so is he he a jack? Yeah. All the way. Jack, edge, jack, whatever you want to call it. Right. Um, Now that I know what a jack is, I'm going to start using that term. There yeah. You go. yeah,
2: A lot of intel from him and, and you know when a guy kind of opens up to you at least in my case I'm like you know if there's ever anything you say to me and you want to keep that confidential let me know and he's like nah man I mean you know I don't care <laughs> <laughs> I was like okay well he, he said he's ready to commit in March mm-hmm. at the end of March um, to a school he's not telling me that school he said he's really not 100% sure he thinks he has an idea but he's going he's going on what he's calling a tour where he's going to go see several schools mm-hmm. Texas A&M Georgia Alabama again he's already been there he's been to Florida but these are the schools coming after him really hard right now it's not just Auburn it's all of these schools and even the coach he showed me all the different coaches coming in and it's just, it's just a it's just all over the place for him right now but he gives the edge to Auburn on who's pushing the hardest. Okay. He said, they are really, he said, every time I feel like somebody else has the edge, they just step it up a notch. Josh Aldridge, Cadillac Williams, uh, Hugh Freeze, Josh Lineham, you know, all of these guys are all in on, on on me. He said, I love it. Again, he used the same reference. He's like, it's like having a girlfriend that that really shows you love. It's like, you, it makes you want her more, <laughs> makes
1: you want to be in there. Oh, sure. Hey. Makes sense. Uh So, hey, before we move on to our top five wants, Cole, we talked a little bit about Fat Burnett earlier, right. cousin mm-hmm. of Alvin Henderson. He's hinted – of course, he's been hinting since, I think, January that a commitment was coming soon – or is coming soon. Uh, I think last week before I left uh, for vacation, I had seen that he – or maybe we were told behind – was that public or did we just kind of get told that, keep our –
0: Keep you keep your ears open. Yeah, that was that was what was told in private.
1: Okay, okay, okay. Where where do we think that stands now, Cole? Catch me up. Where do you think Fat Burnett stands as far as timeline goes? If you if you if you don't know, that's cool too. I don't think it goes as far
2: as the summer. That's oh okay. He he, he, I think he told you. Didn't you interview him at Junior Day? Yeah, and I forgot. Yeah, I think because I went back and read your story. I think he said he'd have a summer commitment. Okay, and then. Yeah, the the latest that I've heard is that it could happen way sooner than that and, you know, maybe March,
1: something of mm-hmm. that nature. So okay. That's that's the latest that I know. Cole, do we have – and Jay, had you, my, you follow this closer than I do as far as uh, outside sources and stuff, but do you think Auburn gets a commitment during the dead period or do you think March is probably the earliest of the next edition, 2024 class? I think March. Okay.
0: I agree, Cole. I think March, April-ish. Now, I think you have the opportunity to get two, three, maybe even four during those months. I think when you start to get kids back on campus in March for a practice and they get the opportunity to be around this coaching staff and spend a full day with them and get some more of that one-on-one attention we've talked about, like obviously they had a huge showing at Junior Day. But now you get an opportunity to come back and sit in a meeting be with those coaches, hear their actual individual pitch. You know, if you're an outside edge linebacker, not only do you get time with Josh Aldridge, but maybe also Jeremy Garrett. So you get a variety of coaches that are going to be networking recruiting you. I think there's a possibility that you're walking away with three to four guys in the months of March and April, setting yourself up to be around that seven, eight commitments going into the May evaluation period, followed into the summer OV period. So I think you could be seeing really pretty moving into that very critical – those critical summer months where we know the official – what wagon is coming and coming quick.
1: Those now, official be, visits in the summer. I, I'll be curious to see how many commitments Auburn has at the end of August.
2: Yeah, I, I couldn't jump on board with you last year, Jay head and you did turn out to be right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm on, I am on – I am with you on this. I think that yeah. could happen too. Now I've got two predictions in, you know, on – I, I went ahead and stuck my neck out there on those two, that uh, which was Jamarian Burnett and Joseph Phillips. I, I just have a feeling that those guys, from what I've learned from other people, not just them and from talking to them and, and just my gut feeling, I feel like sure. that Auburn's in place with those guys.
0: Learn more at marines.com.
1: I do, absolutely the team to beat. Seems like it. Now, I think that's uh, fair. I think that's safe. I, you know, I don't think I don't think you could find anybody to argue with you, Cole. Whether it be a recruiting guy from Alabama or Georgia or anywhere else, right?
2: And and that's where it sits today. And, and that can always change. But sure. if it changes with anybody, I, I'm just watching Joseph Phillips really close yeah. because I know how hard these other schools are are wanting him and and you know when alabama's involved it's tough even when georgia's involved uh and they are texas and am it's just such a there's so many uh big schools that want him but it just lines up well for auburn because of where he is and and his you know his his love for auburn and, and the coaching staff that's why i went ahead and, and said yeah I, I i'm confident auburn could do this
0: Two things here, Cole, and I think you're spot on. One, you're right to be concerned about Joseph Phillips, and only from the standpoint of recruiting is so new to him. He didn't pop on the scene until last year, right? And his first offer came from Auburn and Cadillac Williams. I think, I think Cadillac was at the same game you were at and decided, hey, who is this guy on the field? Yeah, Let's extend sure. him an offer. Was really blown away by the athleticism that he displayed in that game against Catholics. Everybody else has started to recruit him now. And when he takes this tour that he's going to take, does he see something that changes his mind? Does he want to slow it down to a degree? I still think Auburn's going to be in the best position regardless. But does he move away from that March commitment date or does he honor that and stay true to, hey, I love Auburn regardless? This is where I'm going to go or whatever the school is at the top. You know what I mean? Auburn's obviously giving him the most attention. Right. But Who's the top school? We don't know just yet. We think it's Auburn, but we don't know that to be fact. So how do those visits go? Does that change his perception of anything? When you have a guy that's as fresh in his recruitment as Joseph Phillips says, those are the things you worry about. With Fat Burnett, he's been on the scene. People have known who he was since his 10th grade year, and so the recruiting process isn't new to him. Taking the combination that Carnell Williams is his lead recruiter, and Carnell's track record is solid. When he's locked into a guy, He's locked in, and he has worn more oftentimes than not. So mm. I, I automatically default and like that matchup of Carnell Williams versus whoever the other running back coach or area recruiter is in the matchup. And if Auburn continues to prioritize him, I agree, Cole. I think he's going to pop much earlier than this summer. I think you're talking possibly March after you get him back on campus for a visit. I, could, I think you could see a tweet come out from him saying, hey, announcement coming soon. I think it's sure. that close in my honest opinion.
2: Sure. And I, and I think the intel that I gathered here recently was that maybe for a minute there, Auburn was not pushing that hard. Uh, mm-hmm. then, this has been since Hugh Freeze, since Cadillac, you know, had took had taken over that interim job. Uh, just because there are guys like Daniel Hill, there are other guys out there and, and yep. they wanted to make sure they do their due diligence to say, is this our best option? I know he's right there, you know, in Andalusia in the state and all that. But we want to make sure we have the right option. I think they circled around and said, yeah, I think he is.
0: hmm And they're planning on taking two. I so, so. It, yeah. if you can get a kid of his caliber locked in early, by all means, man. You know what I mean? You're not jeopardizing anybody else by going ahead and putting this kid in the boat.
1: Sure. Hey, Cole, real quick on running back, because Jay, you probably know this as well. Um, who are some other – you get fat – if you get fat Burnett, who are some other guys – for that second running back spot.
2: Well, uh, Daniel Hill, who we talked about. There you go. Getting both of those guys though. I, I'll just be honest. I don't see it happening. Okay. I think that's going to be Daniel Hill being from Mississippi. Uh, he's got everybody. He was the one the at
1: junior day. No, he, I don't think, he you, no, he
0: has, he's not. That's, um,
2: Oh, you're thinking of Canaan Daniels. From that's I'm thinking of. There you go. I think he's maybe a little lower. Canaan Daniels is, um, He's a possibility. Chris Davis is a guy from Mississippi who's gotten some traction. Uh, Good name, obviously, for Auburn. (laughs) The Riley Uh, kid from Tuscaloosa. Yeah, Kevin Riley. Again, that one's going to be tough, man, because Alabama really wants him, and he's right there. Um, Who's the other guy I was thinking of? Oh, I wouldn't completely rule out Elijah Hall, and he doesn't have an offer yet, and he may never get offered. Okay, but I know that. Cadillac Williams is the one that talks to him a lot. And that could mean – and since he's such an athlete on the offensive side, if you get a guy like Burnett who can sort of be the featured back and then you got Henderson and Rodgers in the next class so you starting to feel pretty decent about, at least getting one of those guys, do you take a guy that's maybe a little lower down the line and, and take a chance on a guy like Elijah Hall? Possible.
0: Or Brandon Hood, who's another Hood. Yes. Oh, yeah. There you go. Uh, they, had, him. they had him on campus for junior day. You Listen, as far as he's a little bit on the smaller side, but he's got a frame where he can fill out. I think he's playing at, what, about 185 pounds right now, Cole? Maybe you know a little what? bit heavier than that.
2: You know what, J-Head? And, and Brandon, man, I love that guy. I love Colton and Brandon. Mm-hmm. And when Doing some road trips last year, I went to Eagles Landing High School twice and uh, talked to both of those guys both times, Colton and Brandon, Brandon was kind of small, if I'm being honest. Mm-hmm. I was sort of surprised that he was as big of a recruit as he was. And, you know, I, I wouldn't say that behind his back. I'd tell him to his face, you know, he's a little bit smaller guy. He's fast.
1: Sure. Yeah.
0: He
2: runs, he runs 100 meter extremely fast. And I knew that was why. But when he showed up for junior day, yeah. it took me a second. I said, Brandon, what, what you been doing, man? You been in the <laughs> weight room or something? He's like, yeah, you know, I, I, I was like, okay now now you look like a four-star running back that's that's Top 100 worked. overall
1: uh, yeah. i don't know if he'll stay there after the next updates but, but right. it's speed right he's just
2: got that speed and and i think he's not as polished anywhere else he's got the tools and he's starting to you know grow into his body and, and sort of mature in that way so they're watching him as that was a good call jay had i had forgotten about brandon for a second but they are definitely watching him
0: He's okay. a multi-tooled back. He's a guy they've used – Eagles Landing has utilized him at receiver. They've used him at running back. Um, they do a lot of different things. He's played defensive back. He's played a lot of different positions and hasn't really locked into any one thing just yet. I think when he gets to college and has the has the ability to just refine his skills at one position, he's really going to kind of take off. But you're right, Cole. It, It's the speed with him. It's the ability to hit the home run from any Mm. spot on the field, which is why you want him. And speeds, that's something you can't teach, right? That's something you can't – either you're fast or you're not. And this kid is – I mean, he's legitimately – he's 10-7 in the 100-meter as a running back. Yeah. That is literally moving. That's probably 4-4 straight up on a hand-time 40.
2: Right. He he Um, and sorry to interrupt, but they're just – No, go ahead. They're just uh, natural athletes, both of them. Yeah. Super – you know. They got that – they just have that high ability and it's not anything you can you can coach, like you said.
0: Right. He, he has those natural metrics that you're looking for. Look, when you're looking at kids that aren't necessarily as highly ranked, it's do they have those pro skills that are transferable. And speed is one of those skills that mm-hmm. you always want to take at each and every position if you possibly can. So, I think Brandon's one of those kind of kids. You're going to double back on him in April and May. When the eval period comes, you're going to say, okay, how's his frame developed? Is he a little bit more patient when he hits the hole? Who else is on the board? You know, all those other factors that come into a recruitment, but he's a kid that's going to be around for sure because of his ties to Auburn and because of his skill set.
1: Yep. And, uh, hey, well, uh, let's get to, um, top five wants. Cole, what was, how did you pull the question? Uh,
2: let me go back to it real quick so I can be
1: sure. Somebody asked Cole on uh, the corner, Auburn Live on 3 message board, and brings us to, if you're not a member of Auburn Live on 3, go give us a try, man. Now's a great time to get signed up. Got a special going on. Uh, I think it's under 30 bucks for an entire year or close to it, 10 months, something like that. Uh, go give us a try. Also, man, if you're not subscribed to our YouTube channel, man, hit that like button, that subscribe button. It helps us out. I don't know how, but it does. Uh, and you'll get all the content <laughs> we put up all throughout the week. We will be returning to our regularly programming schedule next week. Uh, so I think it was more or less, yeah, the top five,
2: five guys who you you important guys for the class, the guys that you want. But let's keep it realistic. Obviously, okay. they're not getting the top five guys in the country. Sure. Yep. Based on the guys that you know are top targets right now, who who are and somewhat obtainable at least, who are your mm-hmm. top five wants. So, I'll tell you who mine were. Mine were Joseph, and this is no order. Okay. Uh, Joseph Phillips. hmm Edge Jack, linebacker from uh, Tuskegee. I had DJ Barber in there, who's the inside backer from Clay Chotville. I think this has got to be a big linebacker class altogether. Okay. hmm Perry Thompson, and I don't think – of the 40 or so people that commented. I don't think he was left out by anybody. Perry Thompson, he's an Alabama commit, wide receiver from Foley. Yeah.
0: By me he was left out. Anyway, go ahead.
2: Go oh, ahead. you left him out, Jay Head man. Yeah. How did I miss that? Okay. He was he was a consensus besides Jay Head. How about that? <laughs> Jeremiah Beeman, uh Parker High School. Uh defensive lineman, versatile guy. And then NICAR, receiver from mm-hmm. Colquitt County, who was committed to Georgia. Those are my five. And one, two, three, four in-state guys. Mm-hmm. To me, mm-hmm. that's
1: important. I feel like that is number one right now. Absolutely. Uh, Jay Head, why uh, – let me get your five and then and then a uh, little explanation on leaving the Beeman out.
0: Okay. No Beeman's in. Okay. Perry, Perry Thompson's not. Oh, okay. Um. In fact, Jeremiah Beeman, look, it's a big man league. You need difference makers at the line of scrimmage. Jeremiah Beeman is a difference maker. He's the number one player on my board that I want. That's a realistic get for Auburn. Number two, Daniel Hill. I think he is an absolute freak show at running back. He's got the ability to do so many different things. I mean, when he put on his highlight clips, he goes from hitting the home run to pounding out a 10-yard, you know what I mean, it just grinding out a tough 10-yard game. And then he's running down the field catching fade patterns and back shoulder balls, playing yep. linebacker. I mean, he yeah. is just an unreal athlete. That yeah, I think When he gets yeah, into a college strength and conditioning program and in a position group or a position room where he can really thrive and work in that one position, you're talking about an NFL-type player. Like, I I think he – whoever lands him, if it's Auburn, great. But wherever that kid goes, you know what I mean? I'm going to be a fan because I just think he's got that kind of ability. Deuce McAllister is who I would comp him to, if I'm being completely honest. He's got that kind of upside.
2: Ace, Deuce, and plenty
0: of use. You got it, brother. (laughs) (laughs) Number three on my list, a name that everybody should know he's going to blow up, T.J. Moore. Mm. 6'4", Tampa Catholic, Catholic, 6'4", maybe pushing 6'5 at this point. All the big boys are in on him. Auburn was the first big offer. But since then, Alabama, Georgia, Ohio State. Ohio State does not miss on wide receiver prospects, guys, and they are pushing for him. Okay. Love the matchup, but he's got a lot of Laquan Treadwell to his game, that big physical Mm -hmm. X receiver that can go get it. Um, I think he's also got some speed on the outside, probably about a four-five, maybe four-six guy, but the ability to go up and make play, plays in phase, and he can get vertical in the red zone. But he's it, Cameron Brown is probably the only receiver we've got, minus maybe the transfer we brought in that can really do that for us this year. We need some big bodies on the perimeter. I mean, absolutely need some big bodies, and to me, he's a difference maker. The next two are outside pass rushers, which. Mm. I mean, if you're paying attention to the recruiting right now our recruiting rooms right now, you need an outside linebacker in this class right now just to fill the room out. I think you've only got three to four guys that are really capable of playing that jack position. And that possibly you're well, you're losing McAllister, you may lose another one, who knows, given attrition. But I've got Jordan Ross, jack linebacker slash edge target from the State yeah. of the Hills, and then Joseph Phillips, outside yeah. linebacker from Tuskegee. Both of those guys are absolutely going to be pass rushers at the next level. They're guys that can create negative plays. They're difference makers. Um, in, the, in the way the game is played today, you cannot have enough pass rushers that you're putting on the field at one time. Um, and then as a bonus candidate, I've got four-star top ten player in the state of Georgia, Jalen Crawford, cornerback. I yeah. think Zach Ettridge can win that matchup. I know that people tend to favor LSU. I like Zach in this matchup, guys. I, I really, really do. And I think there's—I think him and McGriff are starting to hone in on this kid. Okay,
1: good, good stuff there. I've got, uh, <laughs> excuse me. I've got Jeremiah Beeman and Joseph Phillips. Yeah, I got to have some defensive line on the offensive line. Chase Malamala. I like it. Interesting. You gotta have—I had to have an offensive lineman in there, and just going through there, some of the realistic guys. I know John Wayne Oliver is another guy. Uh, mm-hmm. but I, I had to have an o-lineman in my in my list uh cam coleman
2: oh yeah cam coleman's a great pick didn't see him as much on there just because perry thompson maybe stole a little limelight there but yeah
1: i, I had both of those guys on there i had to choose one um i and and, and also I uh, just from per, the perception his offer list jeffrey rush from mississippi oh yeah oh yeah jeffrey rush a big edge guy um so, let's see jeremiah beeman joseph phillips cam coleman chase malamala jeff rush and a couple of other names uh and i don't know how good he is i just know um a lot of people wanting xavier hamilton mm-hmm. and i think auburn's got a really good shot with him i don't know how again i don't know how good he is um martavius collins yeah yes yeah yes. athlete big, from rome big. I think, uh, but yeah, I think. Give me the two defensive linemen: Jeremiah Beam and Joseph Phillips. Damn good defensive line start there. Cam Coleman, um, offensive tackle man, and it could be John Wayne Oliver. It could be whoever, but I think uh, Chase Malamala was up for. Was he a Sunday visitor that weekend, Cole? Uh, was no, he there? Saturday. He was there. I talked to
2: him. I talked to him and his parents for a while that day. So
1: was was he? Was he six eight?
2: He's up there. His dad, man, his dad's like six, eight. I know that.
1: <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, yeah. that that That's those guys. And I think we had a lot of different names in there. Probably build a to mm-hmm. top 10 we out did. of that, that list. Uh, you, you know, what's interesting.
2: It, it occurred to me while we were doing this, uh, I'm not necessarily comparing to the other staff, just to other staffs in general. What I think this staff understands pretty well from my observation is, Hey, we have a chance with Joseph Phillips. We have a chance with DJ Barber. We have a chance with Perry Thompson. Before we start moving on to other things, let's go ahead and lock that down. Yeah. Hey, you know, maybe the board looks a little smaller than it did last year, but that's because they said, all right, we're not moving on from this until we get this done. You know, that that's what it feels like. Or until he says, no, I'm not coming. All right. That's what it, it occurred to me as we're talking, because we all have similar names. Mm-hmm. And it seems like they've honed in on those names. And then outside of that, we kind of struggle to come up with new names. I think there are more names, but it's like, hey, you know, we'll get back to you in a minute. This guy, we got shot right here. You know, we got a shot with Joseph Phillips. Got a shot with these guys.
0: Jeffrey, you're – you've been on the beat, what, 20-plus years now? 23, uh, 20, yeah, around that. Around that. Would you say – that the ability to peg recruitments and read the room as to what prospects are actually interested in you so that you're not wasting your time is probably the most unsung, really good characteristic of a coaching staff.
1: Hell yes. Yes. And, and listen, and, I, I'm not saying I'm any better, but maybe sometimes we, I get more of an objective view from the recruit. As, you know, the coach, they're going to tell the Auburn coaches what the Auburn coaches want to hear. Most recruits are uh, until it's right. time to make a decision. And then they say, hey, appreciate you, big dog, but I'm going here. So, mm-hmm. I get more of an objective view and Cole learning this too, that I'm going, dude, you're spinning your freaking tires, man. <laughs> like, I—I I, 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 listen, I promise you he's not coming here. Right. Yeah. Like, it's, it's time to give that
2: one up. I think maybe – go on to things that are more realistic right which is why you I I word realistic when i put that question out because to me yeah. that's the theme of this staff they go and it's not it's not like oh yes. well you know we're not good enough to get that guy no i mean there's some they're going to get they're going toe-to-toe with alabama and georgia with all these guys it most of them a good percentage of them right mm-hmm. yeah so yeah. it's yeah, not they're, like they're settling it's hey uh Maybe Alabama's pulling ahead. It's time that we even that back up and put all of our attention into this while there may be other guys we could fill out the board with. Eh, yeah, we'll, we'll get to that. We're honing in right now.
0: And they're, it feels to me like they're investing their time with kids they legitimately have a shot at. They're not shooting their shot at, you know what I mean, a kid that's never really going to consider Auburn. They are actually putting time and investing that time in kids that are actually interested in Auburn, and maybe that's a byproduct of a new staff. Maybe that's a byproduct of the NIL k- potential that Auburn has. Whatever the situation is, um, this staff is really, to me, and that's what I was kind of getting from Jeffrey, is I, I feel like some of our previous staffs, they have wasted time on kids that they could have better invested in other places.
1: And, and then, then you come back, and the kid's like, "Nah, dude, where you been? Right. <laughs> yeah yeah we yeah that's not not a good (laughs) it's like you you know you're shooting for the moon here dude and you can't even grab a star on your way back because you have ignored and um it's it's not moving on Uh, it's it's just reading the room yeah yeah reading the the room room. and uh there have been staffs that were better at that than others i will say that in my opinion i mean this is you know it's just people skills
2: you understand how people respond to what you're saying and um I don't think Hugh Freeze is cocky so much, but or arrogant. Maybe that's the better word. But maybe there is some confidence or cockiness there where every time he gets a recruit in there, he goes, I beat Nick Saban. You, you know? got to have a little
1: swag, big dog. You got to have yes. a
2: little swag. I, I think it was Keith who said, you know, why not – he made a great point on our last show. I, uh, unfortunately, he's not here today, but he said – uh you know, the the lecture, when you're in college, you hear the opening statement and the last one. Everything yeah. in between doesn't matter. So why not start with a bang? Hey, this is why you're here. You know, I'll say some other things, and, and you'll get half of it, but you're going to know that
1: before you walk out of here. I love that. You're going to remember this. Sure. Oh, man. Hey, good stuff, Cole. Hey, you're doing a fantastic job, man, loving this stuff, loving all yeah. the content, dude, working your ass off. Damn sure. I'm, I'm sure our subscribers appreciate it. I know I do. I, I didn't have to do much to get caught back up than reading your stuff. Um, Anyhow, how about you this week? Oh, yeah. Two. Okay. I have, I have five. You go ahead.
0: Whoa. I hear you, Cole. All right. I'll start this off, so I'm going to go with y'all tripping. And his quote was on the top five, Miller Lite. Alec Jackson, Port Rounds, Dwight Yoakam, and Beef Brisket. Those were his top five, baby. I like it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's a good top five.
0: I, I concur. I might have put some uh, some pork ribs in there as opposed to the brisket. but Sure. I hear you, man, depending on how you smoke it. Can't that, go wrong with brisket. You know, that part's interchangeable, I think. There you go. There you go. Uh, my other one is Kimisabi. It dropped some really interesting uh, nuggets with regard to, you know, I don't know that anybody knows or has paid attention, but Kimisabi was on the the off-the-field staff for Lane Kiffin at FAU. And occasionally he'll drop a nugget of information about what it was like on that staff and kind of the mix of the browse system and what Lane Kiffin's currently doing. And he intertwined that with some of my thoughts and concepts on how Hugh Freeze and our new offensive coordinator philip montgomery might integrate some of his offense with the other offense and potentially the run game so that baylor run and shoot or excuse me that baylor veer and shoot offense compared to the three surface concepts by hugh freeze and how that would look so i thought it was a really good post by keem yeah
2: very good
1: yeah he's a great poster man one of my favorites he keeps it it real i like it oh no doubt (laughs) cole what you got big dog all right uh
2: gump tiger Oh yeah, mm. he gave me a he gave me a Diamond Rio reference and I appreciated
1: it. Diamond Rio, <laughs> <laughs> that's a blast from uh, the past, dude. They were yeah. like a two hit one or two two year wonder back in the nineties. I know this because I'm, I went to several of their concerts.
0: I hear you know,
2: they were actually maybe just a touch before my time. Yeah, they had were to be. really into it. But I'm such a huge Diamond Rio fan. Old country, I'm all about it. But he, old country from the nineties. Well, I'm posting. <laughs> Jeff, I'm feeling
0: old now for sure classic
2: country i should say it's become there flat. you go um no i had diamond rio playing in the background i posted that video on twitter and he he said let's meet in the middle for that for that state <laughs> i said that's pretty good <laughs> Meet me uh, in
1: the middle <laughs> yes
2: yes and then uh first string gave me a shout out today, and i appreciate that really appreciate that so he gets one rainmaker he posted a His tomahawk steaks that he and his wife were going to have, he was grilling them, and he posted a picture of it. It was awesome. Uh, And then Auburn 5710
1: and AU1057, and they know why. AU1057 and Auburn 5710. No, no, no. Who was the first one? Auburn 5710 and then AU1057. 5710. Oh, okay. The brothers (laughs) – not not related in any way at all. Oh, um, hey! By the way, speaking, of, I, I listen. I was not aware of tomahawk steaks, but when I was in Mexico, Jessica and I were in Mexico, my sister and her husband, we ordered a forty-four ounce tomahawk steak. Mm. And I'm like, God dang! You know, I can eat a you know eight eight ounce fillet or something like that, a ribeye or something. And I'm going, there's four of us. We've got you know almost twelve ounces of each. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and. They came, brought that thing to us, and don't get me wrong, it was good. But I ate damn near the whole thing. <laughs> Here's the catch, dude i had to, I had the meat sweat," says my sister. Oh. Oh, yeah. oh. I
0: want
1: to apologize to Jessica for the rest of the night. <laughs> <laughs> but that bone they brought was as big as my arm, dude. Mm, it it, yeah. it weighed fifteen ounces. I I mean I, I I probably ate you know fifteen ounces of steak. The bone was fifteen, and everybody else ate, you know, a couple ounces yeah. each. So, and, and then like they that. didn't, and, it, and 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 the meat wasn't connected to the bone, and so they came and got it pretty quickly. And I think it's because they had to use the bone for, <laughs> for
0: somebody
1: <laughs> else. <hell> <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, and it was a, uh, it was a good, t- good time. Uh, hey, I got you. How about you to triple S? How about you to Ranger three sixty one? One of my faves. How about you to G. Russ and R.I.P. and I will say this. How about you to Takeo Fred Beasley mm-hmm. uh, for yep. bringing bringing to my attention? I'm gonna pour some out. R.I.P. to Rockwiz oh. Maclederry. Oh
2: yeah, yeah. Oh, Isn't that crazy?
1: Oh, are you aware of this, Jay Head? No, I, I Macklederry changed his name. What? He changed his name,
2: like completely, Jay Head. He didn't just change it; it's a different name altogether. His name
1: is Rock R O Q Montgomery.
2: What? Go, he go changed the, his name. Uh, go look at Alabama's roster. It's Rock Montgomery. That's his name. You know.
1: <laughs> and I think I think it was g Rust, or one of them was like. <laughs> Bullying works. <laughs>
2: <laughs> man, he, he he had he had heard Maclederry
0: one too many no. times. He will always be my Maclederry. Oh man!
1: R.I.P. <laughs> to Old McElderry. Oh, oh man! I that I thought that was that that was mm, that was that was funny. <laughs> I, mean, I, I will admit,
2: Rock Montgomery is a pretty cool name too, but. I
1: hate I hate that. I really hate yeah. that. He was just he he became an an Auburn Live. He will always be an Auburn Live on three legend. Always. Yes. In name only. <laughs> <laughs> In name only. Yeah, so yeah, he changed his name to spring the spring roster for the Alabama football mm-hmm. team is Rock Montgomery. I think he took his mom's name. Yeah, so respect to that.
0: Yeah.
1: All right, man. Hey. Great show. We appreciate everybody listening. We appreciate everybody watching. Appreciate you, Cole, man. Great content this week. Yes, sir. And uh, again, appreciate uh, our sponsor, Jessica Andrews with EXP Realty. If you're looking for a home to purchase a home in Auburn, uh, Opelika, Lee County, give Jessica Andrews a call, 334 704 4442. star realtor with EXP Realty. Uh, give her a call. Residential investment property, man. She can do it all, 334 704 4442 and uh that'll wrap it up man we appreciate everybody thanks guys appreciate uh zach in the back for cole for Jay head i'm jeffrey lee man y'all stay out of that left lane see ya with the lucky land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere
0: this is your captain speaking uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine but we're just gonna circle up here a while and uh, get lucky no no nothing like that it's just these cash prizes add up quick so i suggest you sit back keep your tray table upright and start getting lucky